This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. On the line, the head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology, and he's at home in his pajamas today, I'm sure. It's Professor Dion Foster. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, youngster. How are you today? <laughs> I'm very fine. Uh, thank you, Uncle Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying uh, to our listeners, just before we came on air, I was saying to Brad, to Brad, this is youth day for young people like Brad and I. But of course, Brad, it, it is about the youth, and mm-hmm. uh, particularly South Africa. You know, we are so blessed to have a youthful population. Um, it is one of the gifts, you know. Uh, I have friends who live in places like France and Germany and Italy who who really, you know, they lament the fact that there are fewer and fewer toddlers and young children around. Their birth rates are quite low. Uh, their populations are aging. And uh, it's one of the, the interesting things, you know, when they visit us in South Africa, they say, wow, it is so wonderful yeah. to hear the voices of children, you know, to see young people around, you know. It's, it's one of the great gifts. That, uh, that we have as a population. Mm. But of course, Brad, today in, in South Africa, we remember that um, the freedoms that we have were, were won for us in, in very painful ways. Of course, we commemorate today the Soweto uprising, yes. which took place on, on the 16th of June in 1976. And just yesterday, I was uh, reading the minutes of a meeting. That's what old people do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I belong to the board of a, of a college up in Joburg called TE College. And um, the very first chairman of that board, I'm currently serving as chairman, but the very first chairman of that board was Desmond Tutu. Oh, wow. And um, they sent me the minutes of the first meeting, which uh, took place actually on the 18th of June. And uh, Desmond Tutu was the first chair, it's noted in the minutes, had to leave to go and uh, care for some of the families in Soweto um, who, who were, were mourning the loss of their children. Mm. You know, Braden, it just struck me again that, you know, that there are two ways uh, to live. And um, if we read uh, in, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Jesus makes it absolutely clear. Sometimes we think life is very, very complicated, but, but Jesus says there are two paths. Mm. There are two gates. There are two destinations. There are two groups. I mean, it's, it's wonderful how he makes it so simple. And, and in, Ma- in th- this passage in Matthew, he says there's a right way to live and a wrong way to live. There's a good way to live and a bad way to live. And, you know, as I was reading that passage uh, this morning, I was just saying to myself, how should I live so that I can leave a better world for my children yes. and my grandchildren? In what ways can I live? Just, just on my street, just, just where I have a little bit of influence in my relationships with with friends and family, my relationship with Megan, my wife, my relationship with my own children, my relationship with colleagues, the people that I meet in the shop. How can I live so that I live in the right path, so that I go through the right gate, so that I am part of that group that is the right people, so that I leave a better future for South Mm. Africa's children? And I think it comes down to that. It's as simple as that, Brad. Uh, A number of years ago, I had this conversation with this young man, Dion, and uh, we were talking about um, uh, mentorship. And the story he was telling was where I was, there was no dad, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, you know, you just want to get up to mischief or you've got to find ways to pass the time. But he said there was this man in our community. He was running a, his own like a, a mechanics business out of a, a shed there in, in, the, in the area. 
And he would go out and get these young men. And he would say, this is how an engine works. This is how this works. This system, that yeah. system, this tool, that tool. And for mm-hmm. these guys to see their their lives changed and how much they want to honor this man who they call dad or they have a, a you know a, a, a culturally appropriate equivalent for him but there's these stories the story always comes back it was somebody who believed in me it was somebody who taught me something i would never have known and i, I feel like that's the role we have to fill this gap there are people who can do wonderful things with their life but they just don't know what's possible and I feel, and I don't want to feel like a stuck record. I mentioned this uh, part of this a little bit earlier this morning, but where can we step in and say, you can, it is possible. This is how you do it. And you would unlock like a brand new world for somebody. Brad, and you know, that's, I mean, that is just so true. And, and I'm often struck by just how simple it is, how, mm. how straightforward it is, how how uncostly it is just yes. to do a little something for for someone. You know, I mean, Brad, you've heard my testimony many times. I mean, that, that is the testimony of my life. You know, kind strangers who said, here's a young guy, uh, you know, because of the goodness of others who looked upon me and said, hey, Dion, you know, let's, let's teach you the value of, 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 of reading. Let's, let's show you how wonderful it is if you just studied a little bit harder and, and leaned into your potential what what might be possible for you? I mean, my life is is a testimony to the kind people who could just have said, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, to foster parents who who took in a a, a very strange young lad and said, let, let's love him into fullness, let's love him into wholeness. But even along the way, you know, my first jobs, my first, you know, just someone who would put their arm over your shoulder and uh-huh. say. You know, let me help you to make sense of this world and, and let me listen to you and, and every now and then, you know, do what, what I call a flag-raising ceremony. Just raise the flag and say, this is how we do it, and then drop it again and, and just be around to offer some care. So, Brad, I, I'm convinced of this. You know, I, I want to leave the world a better place uh, when, when I die. I want to be able to stand before the Lord and say, Lord, you gave me this gift of life, and whatever I had, I, I, I used it so that I could mm-hmm. bless you and bless the people whom you love. And today on Youth Day, I want to I invite our listeners, come and join us in this task. I know many of you are doing many wonderful things. We give thanks to the Lord for you. And those who today heard a little message that said, come on, it's time to step up. Uh, may God give you wisdom and creativity and grace, and let's, let's make the world better for our children. Man, just I've just got this potential, you know, uh, thinking about the word potential and thinking of your testimony that you just shared, and thanks for that. You never know somebody's potential, but to give somebody a chance to prove themselves, to see what is in there, to learn the values of what's possible. And I look at you, Dion. I mean, we can say this openly. I mean, you, you're doing things most people in, uh, just dream of and the people that now you get to mentor as you're working with your PhD students and others are being able to give them a foot up. It's like... Paying it forward, mega. I mean, isn't this an amazing story? I love it. Brad, it's a wonderful gift, Dan. And, you know, I just, I mean, I must say every day I give thanks to the Lord for, for the incredibly undeserved uh, merit and favor that I have. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. I mean, you know, a lot of what I do is what's known as white work. I work with people like me, particularly white men, to say when you, when you recognize that you have privilege, what do you do with it? And I mm-hmm. think as Christians, the one gift that, that we have is to say, we know what we have doesn't belong to us. It's all grace. And so when we recognize our privilege, the best thing to do with it is to give it away, is to say, well, how do I, how do I give this away to others so that they can be blessed? You've blessed us this morning and you've opened our eyes and you've reminded us to do something 
because we must stop looking around and wanting to tell everybody else's story when we also have a story to tell. Dion, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for making time for us this morning. Now you can go and what's your plan for a public holiday day? I think I'm going to take Megan out for breakfast and then uh, this afternoon I'll try and run off those calories somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, He's a clever man. Dion, thanks so much. And uh, well done on your TV studio performance. You looked like you were made. (laughs) Just for those who don't follow Dion on on social media, those men that were shining up that that little podium, that little pulpit (laughs) you were behind, that's what you need every Sunday, someone to shine the pulpit like that for you. Oh my goodness, Brad, that was quite an experience. I know that's your world, not mine, but it was <laughs> just quite an experience. Thanks, my friend. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and thanks for your time. Bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.